Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown. Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Football won't be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for your sports betting needs. Head over to the website and use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Right to Olympic coverage, it's the best in the business. From sports, right down to your your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. BetterHelp is accustomed to online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Eagles Unfiltered listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Eagles. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash eagles e-a-g-l-e-s take the time out get your mental health in the right state of mind and go to betterhelp.com and get 10 percent off your first month by just listening to this podcast that's betterhelp.com slash eagles hey guys welcome back to the giovanni show today i have on my good pal connor miles you know it's great to be here as always. Don't live up to the hype as the rest of your guests, but uh, it's uh, it's always a pleasure to talk football with you as always and produce your sensational podcast. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> the Giovanni <laughs> show now, though. Yeah, yeah. This is your first time being on the Giovanni the show Giovanni and not Philly Sports with Giovanni. Yes, sir. So I'm ready to talk football with you and all NFL draft that you want to talk about. All right. So my first question for you is who do the Eagles need out of this draft? Look, I can't shake the feeling. Uh, ever since Ed's brought it up on Eagles Unfiltered, remember last year, I don't know if you recall this, but the Eagles really wanted and thought they could get J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain Jr. And when it came to the Panthers taking J.C. Horn and the Broncos taking Patrick Sertain, that wasn't really expected. You know, they didn't, the, Nobody expected the Broncos to take Sertain. They thought they were going to go quarterback. 
And J.C. Horn to the Panthers was kind of a little bit surprised too, deserving of the pick, but it was kind of surprised too. So the Eagles saw that it was going to fall into a lap. So instead of letting other players and taking that risk that they're going to fall into a lap, they took the third best player that, that they had on their board, Devontae Smith. I think they're going to secure that cornerback this year. I think they want a long-term option. They know Darius Slay doesn't have many more years, especially with his salary. Uh, they still want to take advantage of him mentoring his future successor as a cornerback one position. And again, Jonathan Gannon, as much as the Eagles fans and myself included, you know, we're growing him. We're wrong about him. Uh, we're trying to see him prove himself. He did get head coach consideration this offseason. People think highly of him. It goes beyond of what fans think or what we see. Uh, if he if he had three teams interested in him as a head coach and the Eagles do somewhat well on defense turning around this year with more personnel on his side, uh, he's probably going to be a head coach. So you probably want to have that one year with him to have that cornerback to at least be coached by this guy who specializes in the defensive back room. So um, I I can't shake the thought that they trade up from 15 to get a corner like a Derek Sinley Jr. Yeah. Sauce Carter too, obviously, but I mean, I, I think he's going to be picked before the Eagles can get into that range. I think they're going to move up from Derek Stingley Jr. and secure the guy and don't lose out on him like they did with J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain Jr. So I think they're going to go corner early, and I think they're going to go wide receiver that second pick and trade back from 18 to end the first round. And if you do that, you're looking at Sky Moore from Western Michigan. You're looking at George Pickens from Georgia. Um Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, all these guys. And I mean, I know you're going to ask me questions about the Colts too. I'm going to bring those guys back up again, but uh, I, I just think the Eagles are going to go in the route of going cornerback with their first pick and then moving back and getting still the wide receiver that they wanted in this draft. I know you mentioned cornerback, but uh, what other positions could the Eagles get that would be considered a success? Well, for the love of God, Howie, draft some linebackers. <laughs> Devin Lloyd would change the whole entire dynamic of this defense. I'll say it till I freaking rot in the ground. I mean, I'm telling you, you you've got to see it now because you live in Indianapolis. I don't think because you never really were alive during the Jeremiah Trotter years. You weren't really there for when the Eagles had that huge leader at the linebacker position. Um, but you now live in Indianapolis and you saw it firsthand with Darius Leonard. And you see the difference it makes. You see how much he impacts the game from the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Devin Lloyd could do that. Uh, I'm telling you right now, Devin Lloyd is the next. He's in that. He's going to become that Fred Warner type, Darius Leonard type, uh, Eric Kendricks type, Bobby Wagner type. In my opinion, I think he's worth the hype. Uh, that would be a pick the Eagles aren't going to make, but that's definitely a pick that I think they should consider because this guy can change the whole dynamic of your defense. And again, I would throw positional value out the window when you're on a defense that has no superstars. You know, Javon Hargrave is an elite player, but where is the young superstars on defense? Their youngest star, per se, is probably Josh Sweat. And he's not a star. So I need them to get, come out on this draft and get a defensive star. Forget the positional value. Devin Lloyd's one of the safest guys in that draft for that position. Um, I know you told Howie himself you want him to draft a linebacker, but uh, it's not, it's not going to happen. I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. It's not going to happen. But that's a position where I think uh, if you go into this draft, because there's no other Devin Lloyds in this draft. Kobe Dean's great as well. I know a lot of people like Jacoby Dean more than they like Devin Lloyd. I don't. I disagree with that. But I'm telling you, Devin Lloyd could be a difference maker for your team and a difference maker for a defense that's really needs difference makers. But uh, also edge rusher, Brandon Graham. Uh, I don't know if you caught it, but he pretty much hinted on his Instagram live recently that this is gonna be his last year. So if this is his last year, you have 
you're going into next next offseason with Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett on a one year deal, and we all know what Derek Barnett is at this point. Yeah. So they need badly that guy that's going to replace BG. Yeah. Um, and the only way you get a talent like that is if you drafted in the first round. So like, you can't completely rule out edge rusher, but I think the run on edge rusher is going to go early. I I don't believe this Kayvon Thibodeau uh stuff about him dropping. I think Trayvon Walker is going to go high as well. He's already getting rumored to be number one pick for the Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson is going to go high as well. If he's there at number two, Detroit's taking him and running away with it. Jermaine Johnson's even boosting up his stock. If those guys are gone, the Eagles are have a pretty bare cover. I know George Kaloftis is a great player as well. He might not even be in the Eagles' ranges either at 15. So, yes, if you're trading up, you're, you're might as well trading up for a corner or an edge rusher. Uh, but I still think the Eagles are going to go corner for the first pick. But, again, to answer your question, it's either linebacker or edge rusher. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, wide receiver Garrett Wilson. I've said it so many times. Or uh, linebacker Brandon Smith coming out of Penn State. Ooh, that's a good name. Second round. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, you know, if I don't know if I want to say second round, but I mean, he looks like he's going to be a mid round guy. Brandon Smith. That's a guy I think they actually will target because they do. They do take Penn State ties seriously. They do like their players. I'm telling you right now. Ed just had an interview with Jaquan Brisker, the safety from Penn State. That's a guy that you guys can. I, I feel safe penciling him in with that second round pick at pick 51. I think that's the guy that the Eagles will target uh, is Jaquan Brisker, the Penn state safety. So you can see Brandon Smith for sure for a linebacker for third or fourth round. Uh, but Garrett Wilson was on my last mock draft. I love Garrett Wilson. You know, he has a lot of John Deandre Hopkins type vibes to his game. And I don't want to compare him to say he's the next Deandre Hopkins. I'm just saying that they have similar skill sets to how they play the receiver position and, and their frames. So, yeah, you can sign me up for that immediately. I just think Derek Gary Wilson, in my in crazy draft take before we get the draft here, uh, Garrett Wilson is going to be the first wide receiver on the board, in my opinion. I think he's going to be the first wide receiver taken in this draft. I've said it. I, I know I've texted you from back a few months ago saying Garrett Wilson's going to be the guy. You like some of these quarterbacks in this draft, too, though. I love You're, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. But, You're a uh, Kenny Pickett fan. I, I don't think that he's going to be an eagle. No. Or at least, at least now he won't be an eagle. I talked to your buddy Ross Tucker uh, for the latest Eagles Unfiltered episode, and he made a really good point. He said if Jalen Hurts was in this draft, going into this draft, going off of what we knew at Oklahoma, forget what he did in the league, just go off his Oklahoma last year there, he may be the first quarterback taken in this class. The Eagles may feel the same way. They did their due diligence. They've done their homework on me, Week Willis. They High Rosen was at Kenny Pickett's game. Um, so they definitely wanted to compare that and see that. But I think I think I agree with him. I think they would they would put Jalen Hurts above those guys in this draft. So they're not gonna draft one of those guys then. I just wanna say for everyone listening, this guy is the biggest Kenny Pickett hater on the world when i'm texting him i'm like i love kenny pickett and he's like he's got two small hands you know everybody says get over the hands thing and i i should they're right but just nothing really pops out for me with him he's safe and safe quarterbacks are really good backups in this league in my opinion you have to play more than safe to be a good quarter great quarterback in this league so uh, safe quarterbacks are really good backups in this league. I do think he has a career as a backup, but I just think he's 
the next Blaine Gabbert. Look at this. You're always hating. You're always hating. I give my opinion, my man. <laughs> um, what do you think that the Colts need out of this draft? Wide receiver, offensive tackle, cornerback of the future because, you know, great. I'll tell you right now, Gio, you're going to love Stephon Gilmore. He still has a lot left in the tank. A lot of people are underestimating how much he has left in the tank. He's got I a great. I love, I love Gilly. Testament to, uh, testament to Stephon Gilmore. I mean, excuse me to, um, Gus Bradley, the Colts' new defensive coordinator, for luring in that type of corner. You know, Stephon Gilmore looked at that defense and said, "This guy did well with Richard Sherman while he was a veteran. This guy's do did well with Casey Hayward last year in Las Vegas." That's a guy I want to work with. He can he can maximize my talent even at my point in my career. So they're set there at cornerback one now. He replaces Xavier Rhodes. Who's going to replace Rocky Sin though? You know, that's a guy that I think you know maybe in the in the third round they look at Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati or uh, Emerson from Mississippi State. So I think they will go corner at some point in this draft, especially since you want to get him to soak in as much knowledge as you can from. Uh, Stephon Gilmore and, and your boy Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore is the best nickel corner in this league. So I do think they will target corner, but I think at first, their first couple picks, uh, it's going to be wide receiver and offensive tackle. Matt Ryan is a statue. Um, at least Carson had some mobility to him where he was going to at least have. I know it was, it's not the same as what it was early in his career, but he still had some type of mobility to him. Matt Ryan is none. Uh, throwing Matt Pryor out there at left tackle. I know Matt Pryor was, was really great for the Colts last year, but I think he's, you know, that. How do I want to say? That? I would think I think he's that swing tackle who can fill in a right tackle when needed due to injury. If Braden Smith goes down, uh, you don't want him starting at left tackle. So you know, guys like I want to say uh, Tyler Smith, but a lot of people don't really like him from what I've seen from. Uh, Online, I know Trevor Penning's probably too late for the Colts because that's a they're at 42. He's probably gonna go in the first round, but you know, maybe a guy like uh Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan, I can definitely see something like that at 42. But I know you, <laughs> I know Colts fans, and I know that they had to replace T.Y. Hilton. They kept around the ghost of T.Y. Hilton, he wasn't ever the same these last two years. They need to replace of what that dynamic ability he brought to the receiver room. And I think a couple guys that come off my top of my head are like Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, Sky Moore from Western Michigan, and uh, I know George Pickens from Georgia would be a great fit for them as well. I just don't think he's going to make it to 42. Um, those are your guys I could see them targeting, you know, to fill in for that. And then if not, if they have to go offensive tackle there, go in the third round and get John Mechie uh, from Alabama. That's the real burner of this draft. He's coming off a torn ACL, so that's the only reason why he's going later in this draft. But that's the true burner of this draft class, in my opinion. So if you're going after speed, that's a guy that you are on target as well. But uh, those are the guys I think the Colts are going to look into because everything else, I mean, they're pretty solid as a as a team. You know, they're really just uh, a smart quarterback away, in my opinion, from being a playoff team. And they got that at Matt Ryan. That, uh, credit to them for the turnaround. You know, Jim Irsay said, I'm not dealing with, with this quarterback again, Chris. This is what the situation is. Make something of it. And you turn around and got Matt Ryan. He got Stephon Gilmore. Made some really good. And this draft, this past drafting for this team, I think Quiddy Pay, the defensive end they got for Michigan last year, is going to have a huge breakout year this year. 
So hats off to Chris Ballard because he really did, you know, make the most of a really messed up situation that his owner demanded it has to go this way. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Matt Ryan as a statue. That is very good uh, to hear if your name is Jonathan Taylor. I think that they're going to use him a lot this year. Um, I think that they're pretty solid in the offense, except for the fact that they are going to have to replace T.Y. Hilton. Jack Doyle, Um, too, man. Jack Doyle was a really good veteran for that team and a really good blocker. And, I mean, Mo Cox is not all the way there yet. So, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if – I don't think they're going to draft a tight end. Trade for Zach Ertz. You wish. (laughs) Could you imagine? He just resigned there, man. He yeah. loved Arizona, but I mean, you wish. In, you're, you're talking about in your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we trade up for a wide receiver. I said his name uh, before. I'll say it again. Garrett Wilson. We could trade up and get him. Uh, there's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft. So Other no, Ohio just... State wide receiver. If Chris Olav drops a little bit, I don't think he will, but if he does... You know, Chris Ballard is not prone to make deals. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, now we're talking about Howie Roseman and the Eagles. We've said what we want them to draft. What do you think that Howie Roseman is going to do in this draft? I think he's going to trade up for Derek Stanley Jr., the cornerback at LSU. I think they're going to get their guy. I think they learned a, a very valuable lesson in the 2021 draft and it's stop focusing and falling in love with traits and start falling in love with the proven production and Derek Stanley Jr. In my opinion, I love sauce Gardner. I think they're both going to be great corners, but Derek, Derek Stanley Jr. For talent, for talent wise, I think he's the best corner in this draft. You know, he's the most proven production at an uh, SEC at LSU, uh, the conference that's NFL ready. And I think that's, when you get Devontae Smith last year, you get Landon Dickerson last year, and you see the impact. They became two of the Eagles' best players from day one when they became starters. Uh, I think that's really going to resonate with this front office and this draft approach that they're taking now. And I think they're going to go after the proven production, and they're not going to lose out in their corner this year. They're not going to let Patrick Sertain and J.C. Horn get out of their graphs off the board. They're going to make the move with the ammo they have. Geo, they have a ton of picks. They're moving up. They're moving up, and they're going to get their corner, and I think it's going to be – I wouldn't be surprised if it's Sauce. They did show interest in him. He was one of their visits. Uh, but I, I, for some reason, I just think it's going to be Derek Stanley Jr. I think it's going to be Sauce, to be honest. Or Howie Roseman's going to trade up to uh, one of the first picks and draft a quarterback. I feel like none of us are thinking that that is a possibility. But Howie Roseman has been known to do stuff like that before. Yes. I think that uh, that's definitely a possibility. I just hope that he thinks about Jalen and gives him another chance. The reason why I think it's not anymore, just in my opinion, because if you were going to do that, I feel like you would kept that one of the picks this year so you could use it to move up. Because I would have got you enough ammunition to move up and still be good in this draft. They seem to focus on the next year draft. So... Which they could have already, which I think is completely believable, finish their evaluations and say, hey, there's four guys in next year's draft that we think are better than this year's draft. So let's make sure we load up on that 2023 first round picks, which they did. 
and be in a position to keep adding talent to this team and make it powerful enough for Jalen Hurts to prove us wrong. And I think that's what the position they're in now. Uh, I think they're going to roll with Jalen still. I think they're going to make sure that they round out the rest of this team and get, make no excuses for Jalen Hurts because there really is none. This is his second year going to his starting. Uh, this is make it or break it. If he doesn't do, if he performs like he does last year uh, and doesn't show major improvements, they're going to move on. They're going to be in prime position with two first round picks to take one of the top four quarterbacks in, the, in that class. And there are other guys and other than CJ Stroud and uh, Bryce Young that people need to start watching. Anthony Richardson at uh, Florida looks like he's the next Cam Newton. Uh, Will Levi's epic at Kentucky. He has a looks like Jay Cutler, in my opinion, to be honest with you, with some of his traits. So there's some talented quarterbacks in this next year's class that they might have already ranked over. Because that's what when they drafted Carson Wentz, that was one thing I have always noticed about Harry Roseman when he was talking about the process that they went into it. They didn't just look at which I will say that they were wrong by this, but they said that they looked into the 2017 class and Carson still became a prospect over them. And they still ranked Carson over guys like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and wrong, but that's what they did. So I mean, if you're looking at Carson Wentz 2017 and looking if if he would have improved on that year, yeah, they would have been he right. Definitely could have been different. Different debate for the other day, though. But I'm saying that I wouldn't be surprised if everybody looked into that 2023 class and were like, "We have four guys over the guys that on this class. Let's not do that. Like, let's yeah. let's build up this team. Give Jalen Hurts the best option to prove us wrong." to prove us that he deserves to be the franchise quarterback of this team. Let's give him that wide receiver that we were, weren't able to get in Calvin Ridley that we really right. wanted to get in Allen Robinson. Let's get him that, that corner to make an elite defense because our defensive coordinator specializes in defensive backs. You know, let's make it really shut down defense to make it more easy for him to run the ball, to, to sustain a rushing offense that this team has to be under Jalen Hurts. So, that's where I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go cornerback for with their first pick, and with their second pick, it's going to be edge rusher or wide receiver. I mean, it doesn't make sense to draft a quarterback at all in this draft. Um, Jalen's no, Jalen's a good quarterback. He's a mobile quarterback. Some might say too mobile, but I think that he just needs to uh, get out of the pocket and throw the ball to his guys he needs to trust his guys like Devontae smith and uh or his other guys Devontae smith yeah quez watkins my guy sorry i kind of it's been it's been a long day of testing yeah, i know yeah you you've been going through it my guy uh, state testing dude but uh quez watkins is the future of our wide receiver core and i think that he needs to uh Trust him with the ball and just uh, roll out of the pocket and give it to some of his guys like Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. Um, he really needs to listen to his coaches when they tell him that. And uh, I think that he will be the future of this team if he improves. Well, I appreciate you for, you know, telling everybody, like, buck up. This is Harry Roseman. Like, don't. Don't lose sight of this. This could happen because I, 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 I'm just giving my opinion. You know, you could be right. 
I mean, you literally talk to the guy, so you could know something that we don't know, and you're just keeping quiet because you're you want to keep quiet because he promised you a future job or something. Like, well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just getting my opinion. <laughs> if uh, if it does happen, it's gonna seem that way. Yeah, it is because you just predicted everything before the NFL draft happened. But if they were to get a quarterback, or forget the Eagles. This is a draft episode. Other than Kenny Pickett, do you like any other quarterbacks in this draft? Because, you know, the Colts might be looking into that, too, at 42 from one of these guys' falls. Because Matt Ryan's got a two-year life uh, shelf, if you ask me. To be honest, I've just been watching Kenny Pickett really closely. So if Kenny Pickett fell to the mid-range of the first round, let's say in the 20s, are you adding... Chris Bowder on Twitter saying, get my guy. I am saying trade up and get my guy. Okay. okay. I I think that he he's going to be the future of one of these teams and a future Super Bowl champion. I think he is. He has a lot of potential that a lot of people don't see. Yeah, and Blaine Gabbert won a Super Bowl, too. Tom Brady's backup, but you know, you're such a hater, dude. Just don't see it with him, man. I personally don't see it. I like when really, I the most the quarterback I like the most in this draft, two of them is Desmond Ritter's one of them. I think Desmond Ritter, his accuracy has a place to be a starter in this league. I don't know what kind of starter, I'm not saying to be a, a great elite quarterback, but I think he could be one that could be a starter in this league with the accuracy he possesses. And Malik Willis. I think once the Steelers move up in the draft to get Malik Willis, he's going to be the perfect situation to succeed and, and then do so. Well, I like Malik Willis a lot. And you saw him at the combine. You did text me about him. You just, I know you went through a lot today. So you're props to you for doing this podcast. <laughs> went through it's been a, a lot rough today. day. But Malik Willis has a nice arm. I think I think he's going to be a great quarterback in this class, especially if he goes to the right situation like Pittsburgh, which I believe he will. So uh, the last question is, what are your hopes for this season? Uh, and what are the points that the Eagles have to meet to consider at least improvement? My hopes for the Eagles is that Hassan Reddick makes the impact that they really need him to make because they were one of the worst teams at sacking the quarterback last year. Actually, they were they were almost literally almost the worst. They were thirty first. Uh, that's unacceptable when you put so much money and resources into this defensive line. Fletcher Cox needs to step it up if he wants to stay in Philadelphia. Obviously, Javon Hargrave is going to need a new deal. He needs to continue his play. Josh White needs to step it up after getting paid. Derek Barnett, I can't believe they brought him back, but I I kind of understand it at the same time because now with all this you know hype around these edge rushers in this draft, I think High Roseman brought him back just as an insurance policy. Uh, with where they're looking to draft, especially with David Ajabo, the edge rusher from Michigan getting injured. I do think he was really a big equals target. Um, so I really need them to step it up with the pass rush department because that's what this team is known for, is building the trenches and succeeding in the trenches. And if they can't sack the quarterback, then this team is worthless, in my opinion. Because that's that's really where you put all your money and all your cap into and all your resources into is into that defensive line. If they're not if they're not doing their jobs, I don't I don't know how this team can get past the wild card round that way. I love Fletcher Cox. 
but after his performance last year, we really need to see improvement. I mean, he he's on notice. It's a one-year, hey, Fletcher, get it together, or we got to move on. You know, we're bringing yeah. you back because you're our guy. You know, we're – or if this franchise loves you, we want we don't want it to end like it did with Dawkins, but we can't be paying you this amount of money and have you producing like that. It just won't work, especially mm-hmm. on this defense that needs talent and needs players. So mm-hmm. he's on notice. This is this is gonna be and he looks I'm not gonna lie, I've seen a recent picture of him. He looks super lean. Yeah. If he gets in shape like to the point of like what Javon Hargrave's in, hopefully. I mean, hopefully, because that's what's going to have to happen. Or if not, he's this is his last year with the Eagles. Yeah. Um. Thanks for coming on, dude. Always. Uh, just a uh, quick hot take. Uh, by the end of this week, we're going to be welcoming Brandon Smith and Garrett Wilson to the team. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, Here's Garrett Wilson. I I'll love Garrett it. Wilson, dude. I'll take it, man. He's gonna just star. He I'll is. take it. He's he is he is a future uh Super Bowl champion. You can agree on that one. It's not that easy to be a Super Bowl champion, though. We're learning that now. You know, the Eagles haven't been even close to repeating since since they won it, but uh DeAndre Hopkins hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah. I think he's a future elite wide receiver. Take that one to the bank. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for coming on. All right, man. Thank you for having me again. I appreciate it so much, man. Good luck on your testing and good luck with the rest of the podcasting. Uh, I hopefully the Colts and the Eagles rookies will agree to come on your pod so you can talk to them. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, man. Mm-hmm. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.